You're listening to Emergent, backed by Crestbridge. We aim to provide a community and platform to support, inform and connect the next generation of fund managers. In today's episode, our host, Alex DeSanto, Group Head of Private Equity at Crestbridge, is joined by Elliot Refson, Head of Funds at Jersey Finance. They unpack the biggest challenges facing emerging managers today. Thanks very much for for joining me today, Elliot. So by way of introduction, I'm with Elliot Refson, the uh, head of funds for Jersey Finance, um, and we're here to talk about emerging fund managers and domicile selection. So maybe to start with Elliot, do do you want to give a brief background about your role with Jersey Finance and what you're doing there? Sure. Um, My role is head of funds at Jersey Finance. Um, On the one hand, a part of my role is to help shape the product offering of Jersey PLC, and then on the other hand, to tell people in the market about it. Brilliant. No, thanks, Elliot. And and I guess we've both involved with emerging manager initiatives recently. And I, I saw your Jersey Finance and Funds Europe uh, recently carried out a survey of emerging, emerging asset managers, which provided some, some really interesting insights on first-time fundraising. Could you briefly talk about that survey, how it came about, and, and some of the key takeaways? Yes, of course. Um, in our core London market, Jersey's funds proposition is widely known amongst managers and intermediaries. Um, as an organisation, Jersey Finance, we have recently been looking to diversify our proposition to new areas of the market, such as placement agents, the investment arm of family offices, um, and emerging managers. This particular survey was designed to give us greater insight into the requirements of emerging managers. Um, The survey suggests that the biggest challenge facing managers are marketing and brand awareness, fundraising, regulation, and always in the background is cost. Um, The marketing element, regulatory requirement, cost, and indeed time to market can all be mitigated by choosing the right domicile at the outset. But let's take a moment to look at the key trends affecting alternative investment fund managers. Uh, These fall into two clear camps that those that are within the remit of the managers and those that aren't. So within the remit of the manager, you have an increased allocation to alternatives. You've got increased competition for quality investments. You've got increased pressure on valuations. But those um, factors um, and trends affecting the managers that are outside of the manager's remit, which can be mitigated by their jurisdiction, are the increased regulatory pressure, the regulatory uncertainty in certain jurisdictions, um, geopolitical uncertainty in certain jurisdictions, and the rise of ESG. And I think that we'll go on to discuss the reasons why, but our proposition is that using Jersey will take off the table um, every challenge and uncertainty that is not directly relevant and under the remit um, of the manager's core business or directly under their control. But that's our message to managers. You focus on your job and what you can control, uh, and we will do ours and focus on what we can control. And, and furthermore, for investors, it means that they get no surprises, no need to redomicile, no enhanced due diligence, and these are issues that are facing managers and investors in other jurisdictions. Yeah, no, that's really interesting, Elliot. Um, and I think the the survey in itself is a very interesting read. But um, 
clearly part of this is domicile selection and i think that's that's a kind of critical choice in the fundraising process that comes through in the survey and i think when we talk about first time and emerging fund managers domicile selection is even more critical given the failure of going to one domicile at the outset could could impact your second fundraise or potential second fundraise on domicile selection itself, clearly LP preference um, is is important. But outside of that, what what do you think are the key considerations here for first time funds? I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the last thing an emerging manager needs um, is to establish in a jurisdiction where there are red flags for investors, or indeed the potential of red flags in in, in the future. So let's put this in perspective. Um, in order to see how jurisdictions will evolve, you need to put put it within the context of how they have evolved so far. If you were to go back 20 years or so, um, Jersey as a jurisdiction was seen as overregulated, inflexible and expensive. Um, and the reasons for that is that our government and our regulator set out um, to adopt the highest standards from the outset to embrace them and to be early adopted of new um, regulation and legislation. So if you fast forward to today, Jersey scene is proportionately regulated, innovative and competitive. So if, let's look at what's changed. In short, the answer to that is everything and nothing. On the everything side of the equation, there have been two key driving forces to change. The first is that as other jurisdictions um, which either had a lower regulatory barrier or framework have moved or more likely been forced to catch up with Jersey's position around international standards, for example, BEPS or substance, this has led to uncertainty in certain jurisdictions. Um, It's uncovered flaws, for example, in a lack of suitable infrastructure or personnel to support those requirements. And at the same time, geopolitical events have uncovered instability in other jurisdictions. So this has had the effect of spooking many investors and managers who demand stability and certainty in their jurisdiction. Um, On the nothing side of what's changed of the equation, Jersey's not changed its outlook. It's maintained its course to the high standards. um, And as a result of which, Jersey's approach has been acknowledged by some of the world's leading bodies such as the OECD, the IMF, and the World Bank. Um, And furthermore, our approach is supported by stability. That's political stability, as well as fiscal stability, with a minimal change outlook from a regulatory, legal, or economic perspective. Um, And that's all underpinned by world-class infrastructure and the broad and deep expertise of the 14,000 people who work in the finance industry in Jersey. And all of these points are directly relevant to emerging managers because choosing the right domicile takes all of the uncertainty and jurisdictional risk and the risk of uh, alienating investors off the table at the outset. Yeah, no, no, I agree, and I think given given where we are with the the macroeconomic environment and the the wider uncertainty in the market, I think that that certainty, that consistency, that quality of domicile is even more important, I think, for, for not just first-time emerging managers, but well-established managers that, that are currently using using Jersey as a domicile. So I think the stability is a, is a, is a key factor for me in, in both the setup and the, and the ongoing fundraising and, and kind of harvest period of the fund. So, 
just just turning to fundraising then then Elliot obviously I think in the survey um, marketing and fundraising as you mentioned are the two of the key challenges facing emerging managers at the moment and I think when we saw COVID break going back a number of years now there was a consolidation of, of LPA allocations with well-established fund managers and perhaps less investment than we have seen previously with first-time funds but Given where we are now today, with with more economic uncertainty, how how do you feel first time funds will fare, and and can can a domicile such as Jersey continue to support these type of managers in in the current conditions? Yes, I, I think that um, post COVID there is um, growing appetite for first time managers for reasons of um, return and particularly diversification. Um, jurisdictions like Jersey can help by providing the stability uncertainty for both managers and investors, uh, which we've just touched on. Um, and in point of fact, we're seeing significant growth for this reason. Um, but more than that, for managers looking to market into the EU, they must comply with the AIFMD, the Alternative Investment Fund Management Directive. And there are two ways to do this. A manager can either establish a fully AIFMD compliant structure in a jurisdiction like Luxembourg or Dublin, or alternatively, establish in an offshore um, jurisdiction like Jersey, where we have an opt-in, opt-out approach to the AIFMD. Because we are outside of the EU, it means we are not subject to the full scope of AIFMD when targeting investors. Uh, sorry, we're not subject at all to AIFMD when targeting investors uh, from the rest of the world ex-EU. Within the EU, Jersey has excellent long-standing bilateral relationships with its member states um, and established market access arrangements via the national private placement regimes rather than the full AIFMD passport. And this offers managers a more cost-effective solution, both in terms of setup and ongoing cost. It is also a faster route to market since a Jersey private fund can be established in as little as 48 hours. Um, but the reality um, is that by the EU's own statistics, that only 3% of all alternative investment fund managers are registered to market in more than three European jurisdictions. So if a manager is part of the 3% who wants to market on a pan-European basis or indeed to the retail market, then they'll likely need to use another jurisdiction and a full scope of AIFMD or USIPs. But if they're part of the 97% who do not market so widely within the EU, then Jersey and its uh, private placement agreements offer a far more streamlined, cost-effective and efficient solution outside of the full scope of AIFMD. And these efficiencies directly address some of the concerns um, that emerging managers have and the reasons why we have over 200 managers who use Jersey to distribute over 370 funds into Europe. And it's also why we in Jersey are seeing new and emerging managers established within the domicile in record numbers. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think private placement works very, very well. And I think I agree with your comments. You said it at the outset, it's not 
stability is critical, um, efficiency is critical, quality of service is critical. But I think with particularly with emerging managers and first time managers, cost is important, and that does does come into the equation. And I think a, a very simple jersey structure going under private placement works very well and is, like you say, cost effective and, and easy to set up. So I think that that is very attractive for first time funds and emerging funds, be it deal by deal structures or or blind pool. So um, yeah, I fully agree with those comments. Um, maybe quickly turning to the investment strategy, um, investments and performance side of things. I think one of the critical factors, and I think you've already touched on this in the past success of first-time emerging funds, is their their ability to deploy a, a very specialised and niche investment focus, which could potentially outperform a broader investment strategy. Are you seeing any particular trends on the investment side and, and how is Jersey Finance supporting? Um, so thinking ESG, sustainable funds here, is, is, are there any other, anything outside of that or, or is that the, the key area that you're seeing at the moment? Well, we, we are seeing a very key trend to adopt ESG strategies. Um, I think ESG is hugely important, um, not least because the market for it is growing exponentially um, along with the demand for it. Deutsche Bank expect that ESG assets are likely to increase to surpass 100 trillion US dollars by 2028. Um, and Bloomberg and PwC are making similar forecasts. What these forecasts imply is that ESG will permeate all areas of alternatives and further will become a key aspect of mainstream investment. I think that the trend for this um, is very much being driven by investors and their managers are responding. Um, and that is trickling down the ecosystem um, that supports the industry. But I think it's important to look at the definition of ESG in this context um, in order to frame th this particular point. Simply put, ESG is making a difference um, to the good as a byproduct of investments. It is a mindset. Um, and what that good is and how that mindset is defined is within the remit of each and every investor. So therefore, in supporting ESG, the role of the IFC is more than regulation. It is to respect that mindset and to cater to it in a holistic way, to provide an environment where it is embedded across all sectors of society and is not treated simply as a product or service line. And this is exactly what we're doing in Jersey through a combination of stratagem based on the work of our government, our regulator, which is the Jersey Financial Services Commission, um, as well as the Jersey for Good project, which was led by ourselves, Jersey Finance, which has set out a two-year plan to accelerate our journey to a sustainable future leading up to 2030. These allow us to start the conversation and to make a positive in impact. But to go back to... Um, a, a, the proportional but pragmatic regulatory regime in Jersey. Jersey allows for ESG reporting to be done in any format um, that is made to other regulatory regimes. And what this actually means is that as one standard dominates amongst the many competing standards around the world, then this will ultimately become default in Jersey without the need to keep reinventing the regulatory framework. And to, to my mind, this um, is an illustration as to how Jersey will keep reinventing itself and building on its base of stability and remain the default jurisdiction for alternatives um, as it has become over recent years. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's it's a it's a key differentiator. I think for, for for Jersey and the domicile, and I think the work that's been undertaken on ESG, in particular on the island, is is of yeah massive importance. It, ESG kind of touches on every stakeholder within the the ecosystem. So the fund manager, the portfolio companies, the investors, but also the consumers, which is often of, often forgotten. So I think it's critical to everything we do and everyone in the in the ecosystem. So the work the work that we're doing on the island is is really important and long long may that continue. Um yeah, just just conscious of time, Elliot, but really really keen to kind of get your views on on innovation. You t- you touched on this briefly. Um, it'd be yeah remiss of me not to talk about entrepreneurship and innovation when we're talking about emerging and, and first time managers, um, given given the nature of those those individuals. Um, in your view, how important is it to work with advisors and, and jurisdictions that don't just provide a quality service, service, but do do so nimbly um, and innovatively, not just from a commercial perspective, but also for an, an operational and technological perspective? I think for me that's really important. But keen to get your your view on that. Absolutely, and that point rang loud and clear through the survey. Forty-seven percent of the respondents um, to the survey rank service quality as the most important factor for choosing a firm's domicile. Um, and the reason for that, they cited access to specialist support and advice as paramount. And, and I think there are two sides to, to this particular point, uh, being specialist support at the jurisdictional level and specialist support at the service provider level. So if you take the service provider level first, uh, this particular finding is consistent with EY's Global Alternatives Fund survey from 2021 and references specifically the outsourcing of back office fu- functions. And this points to jurisdictions such as Jersey that specialize in alternative investments and have high quality back office administrators and service providers um, who have long and deep expertise in alternative strategies which offer managers the confidence that outsourcing leads them to concentrate on their core business, which is where we started the conversation. So I think that's the that's at the service provider level. Um, at the jurisdiction level, I think it falls into two key areas. The first is around tax and regulatory issues that um, investors and managers face. And the second is, as we've consistently touched on, around political and fiscal stability. In the, in, in the case uh, of tax and regulatory issues, managers and investors want to know the future implementations um, will not lead to significant and disproportional regulation, reporting requirements or costs um, and can be achieved, for example, um, whether or not a jurisdiction has the ability to meet, for example, substance requirements. And in the second case, um, managers and investors want political and fiscal stability. I think in both of those areas, um, weakness can be a red flag for investors. Um, and simply put, it's just the risk an emerging manager doesn't need to take. And that's why they place such emphasis on this um, area. Yeah, no, that's interesting. So I think it's... Um... <laughs> Clearly, a lot of pros for, for Jersey, and particularly in the context of first-time managers, emerging managers, but also established managers. But I think the key takeaway for me is the, the market, as, as as you know as well as I do, evolves very quickly. Things change quickly. Regulation chains changes. Te- technology changes. So I think as a, as an island, we're, we're in a very good place. We continue continually 
adapt and innovate and i think we see that in the structuring of vehicles we see that in the regulation so i think we can't sit still um our, our our clients expect us to kind of continually evolve and i think we're we're really well positioned in jersey given the infrastructure we have here to do that and continue into the future uh, these are long-term funds as you know so we, we we're here for the 12 years plus per fund so it's it's, an, it's a really important thing to do i think yeah I, I think just to finish on one final point i think we have um an almost unique um uh, ability in jersey for the um industry the regulator and for government to sit down in a room and to address um future issues um problems the future of the industry how it's going to unfold and i think that is the basis that underpins um and will continue to underpin um jersey's reinvention reinventing itself in order to stay relevant in this market yeah that's a really good point and a great great way to conclude um thanks very much for taking uh time today elliot great great to speak and great to get your insights um and for anyone listening yeah i would certainly recommend reading the, the survey some really valuable insights in the survey as well thank you for your time Alex. thanks elliot You've been listening to Emergent, backed by Crestbridge. Our community focuses on supporting private capital executives raising a first or second institutional fund, spinning out, diversifying away from their core strategy or whose businesses are minority or female-owned. Being a part of Emergent gives you access to experts, peers and senior executives to help you build your profile. To join Emergent or find out more episodes of our podcast, go to our website, emergentinsight.org. For more information on how Christbridge supports first-time managers and emerging managers with operational excellence, to ensure that they are in the best possible position to meet challenges head-on, visit our website, Christbridge.com.